0: Listening to CLNS Media powered by BetOnline.ag. Go to CLNSMedia.com/roll. And use our promo code CLNS50 for 50% off your first deposit.
2: Welcome back to another episode of the Winning Plays Podcast. Special—I don't know if we call it live, but we're certainly yes, in, live. We're certainly in person. It's live. It's a live pod uh, here in Las Vegas. We just watched uh, Taco fall and the Celtics dominate the Cavs in Summer League. Um... I'm Bruce Levine, Michael Pina, Brian Robb. It's very uncomfortable being in the same room as these guys. <laughs> it's a lot easier when I mean, we can be in different parts of the country. Because we only do this once a year. <laughs> yeah, the special Summer League spectacular. But uh, today's episode, we'll talk about Kawhi Laird and Paul George. We haven't talked about them joining the Clippers. Haven't talked about Avery Bradley and Rajon Rondo teaming up with the Lakers. Um, Such a depressing subject, i got to say. We'll say that for the end. What, Avery and Rondo together? Yeah. Well, in in playing for the Lakers. Uh. That's playing with LeBron on the Lakers. Um, But we should say this. We should ask everyone to subscribe to this podcast if they haven't already. Uh, Wherever you listen, just it'll be a big help. Uh, Follow us on Twitter, at WinningPlaysPod. Shout out to CLNS Media for hosting the show. BetOnline.ag, thank you for being the best sponsor we've ever had. Guys, how's Vegas been? For you you've been here a l- little bit longer than I have. Bureau What what day did you get here? This is I got go here quick. Thursday night. This is Monday night that we're doing this. Yeah. You got so here on I'm, Thursday? Got here on Thursday. 4 days in. Yeah, yeah. it was Friday, Friday night. And, uh came in right around the same time as the earthquake. It was Good times. <laughs> oh right. B-Rub, you're up. you were in the you're in the arena for the earthquake. I was in the arena for the
0: earthquake. Do you want to have a Carson Edwards? Sort of uh No, I or, thought I was on some risers, so I was actually feeling like, oh, who's shaking the risers here? And then it happened for 10 seconds, and I was like, well, no one's that strong. Uh,
1: and uh, I honestly think even talking about it right now is just testing the fate of the earthquake gods,
2: and we'll probably all get killed, so maybe we should. I think it would help this pocket our numbers if we died. <laughs> if, if they find this, this recording yeah, in the rubble. That's and then uh, Very fair, yeah. Uh, so Kawhi Leonard's not in the Eastern Conference anymore. I think that's a pretty good thing.
0: Mm, pretty... <laughs> well, where were you guys when this went down? On oh, no. was anyone awake? I was. I was asleep. Because uh, oh. that happened Friday night. It was Friday
1: night. Oh, yeah. So Roughly of after you were asleep. Low- you were <laughs> asleep. Yeah. I was asleep. Um, woke up. Phone was just obliterated by text messages and Twitter notifications and all that. And I mean, I learned about the news reading Woj's like big column breakdown with. Not even knowing that Kawhi had signed with the Clippers. So it was basically just like a TikTok of Paul George getting traded there. And I was like really confused. Didn't know if Kawhi signed anywhere or what the hell was going on. So it was a a really confusing uh, uh, news
2: event for me personally. What I want to know though is that and you've been leading the charge of like the... uh, I don't disagree with you necessarily, but like it's the time to go all in. Mm -hmm. Right? The time is now. So the Raptors won their title. Yes. And now they are going to be irrelevant for probably quite a while. It's still it's still worth it, though, right? Oh, you won a title. You won a title. You won a title.
1: I mean, think about the Celtics. They won a title. It's been over ten. It was over ten years ago. Yes. And you still, you know, you remember very fondly the the characters on that team. You know where you were if you were a Celtics fan the night that they won it all. I mean, it's just when you win a title. It was, it's very special.
0: Even if they lost, it would have been worth it. You think so? Yeah, because it gave them a legitimate chance to get there. And what did they lose? They lost a guy that no one wants right now in DeRozan. Right. And Jacob and Pirtle and, uh, like, the number 30th pick.
2: Yeah, I get right. I, I agree. Because you could have gone on pretending that you were a, a contender. Right. And just falling short in the first or second round every year. You're going to blow it up anyway. Right.
0: You're going to blow it up anyway. Okay. So I here's my question, true. though, when we get to... Well, I think we'll go to league-wide... With Kawhi, since that's I think a, a very intriguing discussion, but I'm starting here with the Celtics, because um, this is obviously very unfortunate for the Celtics. For, I mean, it's it, it's not it's it's fortunate because Kawhi's gone, right. and the East is much more wide open behind Milwaukee. Milwaukee is the clear-cut favorite.
1: Uh, well, we'll debate that later. Though. I mean, we'll, okay,
0: well okay, maybe we'll <laughs> Philly obviously is a, a clear-cut too, and then after that, I think all bets are off. Mm-hmm. My question is and it's not we don't know the particulars yet because Al Horford hasn't talked and the Celtics haven't talked but if the Celtics knew back in the middle of June whenever they were negotiating with Al initially that Kawhi was going to be gone right and the Bucks were losing like Brogdon. and is this is hypothetical This is a hypothetical okay yeah. this is like but like but was a possibility at the time I mean, they weren't, like, they weren't resigning Brook and They, they weren't and resigning, guys, yeah. It was, yeah. The Bucks were probably going to lose Kawhi leaving Toronto, I think, was probably the favorite the whole time. Sure. So, knowing we, what we know now, or, like, at that time, again, I don't know if even the Kemba possibility was in play when they were talking to Al, but, like, how much stronger of a play would you have made to keep Al at that point? Right. Knowing that it's a bad deal and it's probably going to be like a James Posey deal where it's going to look really bad at the end, but just for the now, knowing that KD is out next year, Clay's probably out for most of the year, you're going to be underdogs anyway to whoever you play in the West if you get there. But like for the East, where, where where do you guys think on that? I don't know how much stronger
2: I would have gone because something I, I I think the Celtics can pride themselves on and that I've heard a few times is that they don't have bad contracts. No. That is like the biggest, one of their greatest strengths, whether we're talking about now or we're talking about tomorrow, or we're talking about three years from now, is that they don't have those bad contracts that, 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 they're, that they're saddled with and having to make concessions to get rid of. Uh, so I think that's a point of pride and I, and I think that they that, that, that's something to, to hang their hat on. And so yeah, I don't know. And, and not to mention, I don't, you know, and I know every, like Al is great Al had great moments in Boston. I don't know if, if he's that guy anymore. He doesn't want to be that guy. Clearly he wants to be I said it last time, he's like a Kevin Love version of Al, Al Horford where he can Joel Embiid can do the dirty work and, and this isn't this isn't bearing Al as he leaves town, but I was saying if you're talking about competing with the Sixers and what they were willing to go to, I'm very comfortable still. Even the scenario that you presented, I'm still comfortable letting him walk for that money. I agree. Um, I love Al. Uh, that was a really tough
1: contract, and I don't really know how it would have impacted um, all the other like moves that they made afterwards. And uh, like, I mean, the, can- yeah,
2: the being- canter
0: factor, like, right? Like, how much? Yeah, you're not getting canter out. It would be just like you're trading. You're giving up a first round pick or two to to in order to sign Kemba and keep Al at a high number. Essentially. Well,
1: so then, uh, yeah, and you, you would be in the tax two years in a row, right? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, but I just don't know if this is the, I don't know. I mean... What are, it, I thought this is the
0: season of Davies. No, it I is. I this is it. I'm like, what are it we, is. That's, that's my thing. I agree with you guys in terms of principle, but it's also like, why, you know, okay, you have a bad contract on the books. This, this is a front smart office. They can, like, right. deal with that when they deal with that. And to a degree, I mean, like, the Posey deal thing, too. You walked away from that in 2009 because it was the right thing to do there, but... Looking back at where they were in 2009, like... Where did he end
1: up going? He went to to New
0: Orleans. New Orleans. He had a good couple years and then literally was out of the league by year three. I saw him today. Yeah, he's coaching what? Is it Cavs? Yeah, I think so. But it is... I do wonder just, again, the seize the moment type scenario now of where the league is. Not that, again, they're going to be competing this year. Like with this group. I think it's going to be a fun group. They could conceivably upgrade mid-season. They'll have they have enough movable contracts now, and sure. the Memphis pick to like to get after it if they want to. But it does make me think like you know what, Simonu like part of me is like give him the give him whatever you want like give him the twenty eight million dollars a year or whatever.
1: This is such a difficult conversation to have just because we don't know why he right
2: left. I mean, if, if he, he wanted to, if he didn't want to come back right,
0: right that, I mean that's good did, did Kyrie did he just all the bullshit of last year was just like all right I'm out like this is. Like, I lost trust in, you know, what you guys sold me on three years ago, and Philly looks better to me. Yeah, so in this scenario, like, they have Baines, I assume, still? Yeah. Right?
1: Like, yeah, there's, I mean, it's really... I'm trying to, like, picture what the what the rest of the roster and the impact all that would have and all that.
0: Um, I mean, everything's the same except for Cantor essentially. You okay. can take your picks. Cantor's not here, but you could still bring back Tice. You could still bring back one. It would be essentially... Just giving up future assets for the now. Do they have Rogier at mm, three no. years, sixty million dollars? No, they <laughs> uh, right. We, we do remember. have to talk about that at some point. Too. So, so
2: within that, like you're basically taking, you're putting Kemba in for Kyrie and keep er- exactly everything. You're just up running it right. back of Kemba for and Kyrie. maybe Carson Edwards and for, uh, for for Terry. Terry and Taco playing all the minutes. Exactly. Oh uh, yeah. Well, that's the thing we have to talk about too. That maybe Taco is going to fill in. I'm joking, by the way.
0: <laughs> um, Fill in for Al Horford, although that was beautiful to watch tonight. But it is I, I do because we don't know. Like, is it was it Al was just like I'm out, like That's kind or of is sense. it disrespect because he just wanted like then they couldn't get to a number, or was it like Kemba wasn't in play yet, so this is like this hypothetical isn't really this how can even sell him on that at that point.
2: The one thing that I know for sure is that it's a lot easier when people like you. That's what I, I found out. It can be Kyrie Irving and everyone hates you and they'll throw you they throw you under the bus. And Al Horford, you're a nice guy. Like you can walk to the, to the number one rival and. We'll give you a big hug on the way out and not dig any deeper. Maybe that maybe the, the digging needs to happen. Did he have any sort of like introductory press conference no. there yet in Philly? No,
1: he is not. Kyrie has not a, had a presser. KD is not had a presser. I don't know. D'Angelo Russell spoke tonight at Summer League, but I don't know if any other like all-star caliber players have had press conferences with their new teams. And the Warriors
2: are gonna be like, we're going to give you a press conference and then trade you. <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't know. We're seeing the, late, the Avery Bradley news up on, on ESPN again.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I guess... Uh, yeah, I guess uh, we should probably incorporate... You know, we're looking at a television right now that has <laughs> Russell Westbrook news on it, so we should probably incorporate him at some point. And with, with, with,
2: a, with a button down on... No time, <laughs> just, just showing a little chest on live... Unleaven-
0: now. Okay. Um, that. All yeah. right, so moving past... So we'll move past out from that. Standpoint, but where where does this leave the Celtics for you guys now? Just for in the East, in the East this year, I, I think well. So I first of all,
2: I feel very comfortable saying they will be a better regular season team this year than they were last year. That maybe that's not saying much, but I I, I think that the the wins are more. Where what did they finish with last year?
0: Did they ah uh, like four negative? <laughs> Uh, forty-seven, forty-eight. I actually don't. I could, know. I could, I could see
2: 50, 50, 50 regular season wins, uh, next year.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's crazy.
2: Forty-nine wins. Forty-nine wins. Oh, okay. sure. So yeah, I will have one win improvement. Sure, but I, I, I think that there will be. I could see them being maybe even better than Philly in the regular season. I don't think that that's going to be a a very fluid transition for that team in a, in a few different ways. I think Milwaukee is going to come out in, and and. And be the best team from the start. I think Giannis will be the best player in the in the East. Alright, maybe we
1: should far. just talk about this right now. Why why are you so confident in Milwaukee uh, after they lost Brogdon and after Eric Bledsoe had the postseason second straight postseason meltdown?
2: Uh just because I think that they'll have like less of an ag- unless this is a regular season we're talking about. Like I think that they're gonna come out, they're gonna have the, like the most familiarity with
1: They have continuity with each other, you mean? Yeah.
2: Um, And I think Giannis will be even better than he was last year, which is crazy to think. I think that the three-point shot that we saw maybe started to come alive against the Celtics, even though it wasn't there quite as much against the Raptors, I think think his game is going to continue to blossom um another good point my pushback would be that
1: they are not sneaking up on anybody they snuck up on the league last year with the way they played with brooke lopez bombing away from 50 feet like seven times a game they're not like their defensive scheme was completely different um it was bud's first year i like they're not sneaking up on anybody this year and i think that that's a huge factor in I mean, they'll still be really good. They might finish with the best uh, best record in the Eastern Conference. I don't think they'll win as many games. I think Brogdon is a big loss. He was a huge a player huge for loss. them last season. Huge. And, you know, not wanting to go into the tax. Look, he got paid a lot of money and uh, more than maybe he was quote-unquote worth uh, in a vacuum. But
2: I you know, I, Trevor I, was your money. it's, <laughs> it's a lot of money. That con- instead of talking about it, we should just throw out just like vague references to Terry terror contract. I mean, good for, by the way, can we say good for Terry? Shout out to everyone who gets money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, get, get paid, for Jerry. get paid. Go on, go on. It's like
0: last year didn't happen.
2: I mean, and even, and even everyone came out, you know, as free as he was saying, getting started and saying, yeah, when he went on uh, first take, like a lot, rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Like we talked about, but still didn't matter. Still got an, an obscene amount all of All that money. matters is that if MJ were, loved it, if you were doing <laughs> right, the, if you were doing the lottery
1: <laughs> over, all that matters is that Terry Rogier would have been one of those picks. That's all that really yeah, matters. As opposed to sixteen, right? Yeah, as opposed to sixteen. Also, yeah, you know, lottery picks. Maybe
0: the Hornets wanted to get the worst pick and this 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 might just be calculated tanking. Mm. Yeah. You put him and Monk together like that.
2: And I, wanna, I and I'm, you, but you say that, and I'm excited to watch those games. Right.
1: I this mean, is too much DVDs. when it. This is too much <laughs> Okay, instead
2: of horn let me tell, let, let, let me tell everyone about our uh, our sponsor real quick. Uh, BetOnline.ag is the best place to place your bets, whether you're in Vegas or not. You can still go online and do it uh, for anything you like to bet on. They have live betting. They have a virtual casino. Uh, a lot of prop bets, which we like to talk about. The one I'm going to bring up tonight is uh, the odds to win the Atlantic Division. Right now, the Sixers plus 150. They are the favorites. Then the Celtics and the Raptors, both at plus 300. The Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie Irving, and the Brooklyn Nets are plus 400. Wow. So currently behind, in fourth place, I mean, as they predict it, and bet online that AG and the Knicks are uh, plus uh, plus 15,000. That's before they trade for Russell Westbrook but uh, (laughs) betonline.ag, CLNS Media's preferred sportsbook online. If you want to join the fun, would like to support our podcast, and would also like an extra 50% added to your sports betting bankroll. uh, Go to clnsmedia.com backslash winning plays, use the promo code CLNS50 or CLNS100 while making your initial deposit of at least $25, and you'll get uh, the 50% bonus. Um be sure you read the general rules for additional terms and conditions and uh betonline.ag is your online sportsbook experts and we uh we love them very much.
0: Mm. Yes. So, Can we do a quick uh wrap commentary on we haven't talked since the rest of the Celtic signings since they ran out the roster. You want to talk about Brad Wanamaker I want to talk about it, I want to take a victory lap on Brad Wanamaker first of all. Is it so it was uh, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Something's got to be up, right? That's, I mean, I, I kind of just think Brad, I don't know what you, like, wants Brad to Wanamaker have the most, Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens, wants to have the most competitive, like, training camp ever. hmm Both for, like, okay, bench minutes, all right, backcourt, Wanamaker versus Edwards, go. front court we got four centers. Two of you guys are going to play, go. Right. Um, a center from Turkey, a center from France, right. a
2: center from Germany, and a center from uh, from Senegal. Go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, who's going to start? Hayward, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. Yeah. Battle. I like that. I mean, that, that could be... So wh- wh- how did, uh, what was Wanamaker's deal? Is that guaranteed or is it like... Yeah, I think it's a guaranteed minimum deal. Tice got... Tice is back at $5 million a year, which seems high, but that just seems like we want a contract that we can trade. Like, Deal.
2: Yeah, because watching the game tonight, I was watching with with some friends, and the question was, like, how many of these rookies or the people on this this team can they even sign? So they can,
0: there's room for, I mean, obviously Grant Williams is going to be on the team. I think Carson Edwards is very safe. He's going to be on the team. And then, from what I hear, I mean, that's 15 with Wanamaker, so Tremont Waters is going to have to be on a two-way. also what about Romeo? Yeah, Romeo is obviously on the team, too. The first-round picks are... Those are locks. So, yeah, I mean, that's a full roster. Um, and then Gershon's on there, too, for now. now. Um, so they get rid of, so if,
2: if if when they they lose Gershon, then there's an opening for whoever
0: it may be. Exactly. Or maybe they just leave it open. Any whispers about Taco? Any chance? Um, I know they like him. And I think, honestly, they'd probably just love the Stashman main for a year and, you know, work with him and then maybe... We can bring him up next year, but he's looked decent enough in two games where, like, you'd think some team wants, you know, we'll just, like, try to bring him in, but maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it's just two Summer League games and everyone's just getting too excited. They're yeah. Pe- people are very excited, though.
1: I will say, like, I remember uh, during Rudy Gobert's Summer League when everyone was kind of like, oh, like, yeah, look at this dude. He was doing a lot of really impressive things, and then, then you know the the counter to that was it was just summer league, and not to get too excited. And when he actually was playing in NBA minutes, like he couldn't defend pick and rolls, and he was too slow and uncoordinated, and all that. But he obviously has won two back to back Defensive Player <laughs> of the Year awards, and right. everything has worked out, and he's super max eligible. But uh, I'm not saying Taco fall is uh, Rudy Gobert, but. Um, those are the, kind of the same concerns that you have with him, uh, I think a little bit and, uh, so I'm, I don't know. Can we, I, am just really disinterested in all of this. Can we talk again? Can we go back to talking about the, the pecking order in the Eastern Conference? I'm much more interested in like maybe where the Celtics fit in
2: that. Sure. Um, like, we're, like if they have taco or not. Jesus.
0: <laughs> all right. Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> all right. So, Dude, uh, you, so, so you, yeah, you got... You got Philly. I
1: just, no, no, I don't have anyone. I don't think that there's a, I just don't think there's a clear-cut order, and nothing would really shock me. I think even the Celtics almost could, the Celtics have, I think every team has flaws, like significant flaws, to the point where there's no dominant juggernaut. Yeah. And that includes the Celtics, you know. The, in the front court, there's they're really young and they're thin, and there's a lot of question marks there, particularly defensively. Um, I was waiting for a taco joke. <laughs> but no, um, That'd be one too many. Uh, but like, yeah, I think there's there's a lot of upside factor with the Celtics too. I mean, you have you add Kemba, you add good vibes, you add uh, you know uh, Jalen and his uh, what was it what was it Jalen's fourth year, Tatum's third year. Hayward healthy, smart shooting, forty nine percent from the three point line. The natural trajectory. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, it wouldn't be like the craziest thing in the world if they had the second best record in the Eastern Conference. I'm I'm not not at
0: all. I don't think that's insane. This is when Brad Stevens does his best work. This is like literally, Mm -hmm. you know, he's got all these different centers that he can mix and match with. It wouldn't surprise me if they like. I feel like they didn't lose a lot of. Like depth, you know what I mean. Like last year, they were super (laughs) deep, like super deep, and it didn't
1: work for obvious reasons. But like, I feel like they didn't lose um, like key parts of the depth. Now, obviously, Al Horford is irreplaceable in so many ways for you know how they play and just you know the indescribable ways that he impacts your team on both ends. But I don't know. I'm 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 still I, I like low expectations on a basketball
0: team that's coached by Brad Stevens, I think is, like, the best thing for him and for the team. Yeah, I mean, there's no question about that after how last year went. Um, but you're right. Like, that, this is where I I would be more down where the team was at, but I really just, I know it's just two summer league games, but, I mean, Grant Williams is going to play. I was going to say that. I was
2: really, I, was, I mean, the, tonight was the first time I really saw him in person, but... He's a he's a player, and you can see you can see how he's undersized. You see that David West is what people are throwing out, and not, and that jumped out to me
0: sort of right away. Um, guess how tall I? Someone referenced him on the Celtics staff. Six six four. Yeah, like they meant six four six five. I believe it. See?
2: Charles Barkley. Yeah, let's go. Except he he doesn't have the rise that that Barkley did, but I mean he had some post moves. He ca- he caught those guys in the, like the baseline spin to the left twice, and he's a smart dude. Clearly, right. he took at least one charge tonight which will probably be part of part of his game as well. Bank uh, in a
0: 3. Was it? Oh right, he did bank in a 3. <laughs> but no, he's just he's very smart. Like he's a smart defender and that's like and for all the rest of the piece, all the other centers they have, I mean we don't know what Poirier will be, but you know transitioning to How old know? is he by the way? I don't even know. I think he's in his mid 20s. Really? He played summer league like, a couple times like a couple years ago. So this is like his second crack at like the NBA and it seems like he got better and then they're just like, "All right, you're good enough to to bring over now. We mm. was sitting courtside tonight with Austin Yes. So, Looking um, smooth.
1: But I mean B-Rub, what do you think about the pecking
2: order cuz Rich 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 you're still really that high on Milwaukee? No, and by the way, I'm the I'm the Milwaukee hater in this crew. I just I just think that for the regular season, I think that I think at the All-Star break they will be the number 1 seed. Mm. Um but I think the Celtics will be I'm telling you the Celtics in the regular season are going to be a force. I also don't think we should write off
1: in the sake of... though, like, Yeah, completely dismissing. I'm not saying that they're going to defend their title because they lost the best player in the world, but you've got Pascal Siakam taking another step forward. You've just got a, a whole nucleus that just won a championship that... I don't know what their record was without Kawhi during the regular season last good. year,
2: but it was really, really good. Um, you talk about expectations. I mean, that everyone's going to be everyone's going to be sleeping on them, right? Yeah, stage.
1: and they've made some. You know, I'm not a huge fan of all the players that they've signed, but they've made some decent big <laughs> signings. Your, your guy got
0: signed today by them. Who? Grande. Yeah, Lost. I know. Yes, yeah,
1: uh, man. But I mean, the, what they're going for is an identity that that really resonates. Of. of uh athletic physical versatile wings who you know can't shoot but whatever that's fine um, so yeah. no and they, also they lost Danny Green and he was a pretty pretty big part of their team too but i mean they have Norm Powell they have they have guys who can step up i i i, I don't think we should be completely writing them off they we they didn't have OG and Anunoby throughout that entire playoff run really right. which a lot of people are sleeping on like he could make a leap forward as a as a force um or they could break it all up, and they could trade Gasol, and they could trade Lowry, and they could uh, move some pieces
0: around. Um, so I think they're 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 an interesting team that needs to be considered for sure. Yeah, they should they should bring those guys, like at least bring them back, and then maybe trade people at the deadline. But like, the East is wide open enough where it's like you go it to those guys to like take a crack at it. For sure, like maybe yeah, you're not a legitimate MB, you know title contender, but you could come out of the East if everything goes right there, yeah. Um, and like an injury, like and someone gets hurt with, for one of the top two. Um,
2: Are there any teams in the East that like? There's one that jumps out to me that a potential like Russ Suitor that could like. What what if the Pistons put Russell Westbrook and Blake Griffin together? I don't think that I don't think that's compete that you're not a contender, but. That's not a team you want to face in the playoffs. That's something, though. Yeah. I mean, that's... You've got...
1: I mean, I was actually doing a deal on the trade machine the other day. It was like Reggie Jackson, uh, Langston Galloway, and a third player who I'm blank... I think Tony Snell. Reggie back to OKC. Yeah. Tony Snell on them? What what am I... Yeah, he got traded. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you trade those three contracts. It works, but I don't even know what... I don't really know if that's what the Thunder are looking for. I mean, they no. should be. There. I think
0: they should be, honestly, just for just get rid of salary the money. Dump. Just dump the money. Yeah, that's like super sad, though. I saw, like, people acting like Russ has any value right now is, like, bananas.
1: No, you talk to people at Summer League, like, and uh, I don't know. Some people think that the Thunder are going to get picks. I'm like, they're not going to get picks. It's a negative asset. Right. Like, I don't... I don't. I, I, they get I, picks if they take I, bad money too. Maybe. If they make a trade with the Knicks, then maybe they'll get picks. But you know, I don't. I don't foresee them getting it. Like, but I. I do think that you know the Pistons won't be the only team that's interested uh, in getting. It. Like that won't be the only offer. Like I think the Heat will definitely have uh, an offer to make. They will try to get in on that, and I think that Russ, Russ, if they can discipline him and kind of reign him in a little bit on and you know not off the court and that he has bad behavior but just kind of how he's able to just be russ at all times and dominate the locker room if you kind of uh you know uh, fit him into the culture and not have him be above it um right i like i like miami with russ with jimmy with Depending on who they have to give up, but I assume they'd be able to keep Bam and a Bio. Like that's a pretty Kelly olinick the God. That's a really interesting team right there. And I, again, that's not a team that can win a championship, but it's a team that you're you, you, like you said, Rich. You don't want to face in a playoff
0: series, right? Yeah, I don't. Miami, there's no question. Would we'll go for it. would would the Spurs win it? Like Pop isn't that desperate, is he? Hmm.
1: I don't think so. But they could make they could make it work with, with money. Right. You throw it to Rosen. You throw it to
0: Rosen for sure. And um just pretty much do that and decide that this is you know, you wanna but I don't know if they pop maybe Pop will retire in like a year or so. Yeah, but so RCP
1: for like, like, hey, I'm not retiring. Right. So <laughs> um yeah, I don't know about that. Also like
0: DeJounte Murray, Derek Way, like I think their backcourt is settled. Yeah, but. right. They have good enough current, where they they don't need to do that. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, as
2: far as... And, and so Russ is a negative asset, that's just a matter of his contract, you think?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was the, you know, his, I don't know what his true shooting percentages off the top of my head, but it was uh, really, really bad last year. And one would only assume that a lot of his warts will not get better as he ages. Uh, The way he plays, he seems to be, like, leaning into the aggression, and that's just not a good sign for anybody. And he's spent the last three years really focusing on getting triple-doubles, and he has not won a playoff series since Kevin Durant left, so...
2: And the last five years, just three-point percentage, 29%, 29 29.8%, 34%, 29.6%, 29.9%. That's what you call an outlier. (laughs) what the, 30, the, 30, the 34 and when the outlier is 30 is, is marcus smart so uh, right yeah you know, so
1: here's a hypothetical for you um the celtics do not get kemba there's in this universe kemba re-signs with the hornets or whatever um how long okay how long, uh, What is the wrestling match in the Celtics front office to to take the phone away from from Danny so that he's not calling <laughs> Sam Presti to try to get Russell Westbrook? What What is that like? Because I know that I know the Celtics were interested in uh, Russ. That was a couple of years back. back. Yeah, and you know uh, that was a He's a, a Danny player, though. Of, he is, and you know he has a pedigree. But he's I I don't know. Like, what do you what do you think, B Rob? Do you think like they would real have really have legitimate interest at this stage with you know the number of knee surgeries he's had. Where
2: is at and you know, just this his age and, and coming everything. off the season they did with with the with
0: Kyrie and all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if Kemba wasn't willing to come here, I think a play this off season would have been to take on bad deals in terms of using cap space. Now that's a bad deal. Well, exactly. <laughs> but well, there's bad deals and then there's a Westbrook's deal. <laughs> so that that's like literally throwing, you know, I'd say if you want to keep Brad Stevens around, exactly. Danny wouldn't make that deal.
2: Exactly. Yeah. That's
0: literally, because if there's anything I've learned about this, I could say about this season right now is that Brad Stevens' voice is getting a lot stronger, I feel like, in terms of... Um, yeah, front office personnel,
2: especially relative to to many other places in the league. I think a, a lot of a lot of the coaches will just like they'll just wait to hear what happens and then they'll deal with it. But I think that I don't. Certainly, Brad is not the deciding factor. But no. I. But there's no question that everything is run by him. Hey, what would you think about this? And maybe that's every coach. I don't know. But I think his like you said, I think his opinion is,
0: is weighed a lot heavier. They did Danny's way last year, and again, no one knew it was going to go like it go like that but it was
1: everyone thought that they were going to go to the finals
0: like that was the preseason prediction but even during but like Danny had chances to mix it up and he didn't like there were warning signs and some more obvious than others but it was clear that things weren't right all year and Danny assumed and who knows how much Brad wanted things to get shaken up for saying hey I got this I can handle it but everyone had a bad year from Danny on down Brad, Brad, the yeah. roster. Like, so now I feel like Brad's like, listen, like... Do you think that they would have shaken it up if they could have looked
1: into the future and seen that the Lakers were going to get the fourth pick in the
0: lottery? Because that changed everything. The yeah. four, that, that, that fourth and pick And that, that sealed the AD deal. I mean, you look at all of it. I mean, you look at the... There's so much now. Like, there's. I don't know if you guys saw the report where... Kawhi called like Kyrie about teaming up. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> so like, to be honest, I think, in a way, they could they should have just, you know, catered the team to Kyrie more initially, and like, when the there was butting hands with the young and old guys early on, then okay, you got to pick a side right then, sure. and that's honestly where like, I mean, they recovered nicely. You have Kemba here, but that's where. You know, they wanted to have their cake and eat it, too. And then they, you know... Yeah. You lost two guys. So I think at that point, you either ship out the young guys, uh, obviously Jalen, and cetera, for Kawhi, or if you don't trust Kyrie, then you, you would have dumped him then. Yeah, but going.
1: I could also see a scenario where you trade for Kawhi, you ship out Jalen or whatever, and then Kyrie and Kawhi go to the Clippers this summer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so... Like, I... I don't know I I think in a lot of ways um, you just it's like it's one season it sucks you listen to you know Kyrie's talking all year long about how the playoffs are gonna come and he's gonna save the day and you're just kinda like you're you're you're, uh, you know kind of uh, plugging your ears and hoping that what he's saying is accurate and going to happen and just waiting until after the season I mean that's that's I don't think that that's like a crazy way to view it. Like, I don't know what sensible moves, like, like Boy, major it's... shakeup moves, or like, how at what point are you being overreactionary to one season of hell when you know Kyrie's probably going to leave anyway, and then you can kind of pick up the pieces after that.
2: I mean, the only thing I'm sure of is that, like, I'm glad that they didn't take Kyrie's side. Like, right, that exactly. Moment. That would have yeah. been that. that like, that, 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 that could have been... been a thing. But then, yeah, whether he left this, this summer or just slowly but surely just ate away, it would be. Force Brad Stevens to take a, go back to college, or you know, or, or right. whatever it is. I think I think that Kyrie was eventually going to going to eat you up, and I and I was and I was in favor of him staying, you know, in the time. So I'm a uh, this is you know. he
1: finished second team All NBA, which I mean that should be said repeatedly, in my opinion. I and, mean, it was a disaster
2: in a lot of ways, but and played his ass off. There were short, there were spirit, there were spurts, and I, and I know like you know, the fe- like early February, and but I, I for the most part, and that's why I felt like I was able to not defend him during the year, but I, I expected so much more because I thought regardless of anything he said, when it came to being on the court, I thought that he played his ass off. Um, but whatever. I, b- bottom line is, I am glad that they didn't trade the Jays and, and whatever and say, okay, Kyrie, let's give you the keys. You know, it's like giving right. a madman the keys to, to, to one of the most you know, historic organizations in, in all of sports. Um and he would have brought it down and just walked away uh, like LeBron's gonna do with the Lakers and like leave him in a, in a trash heap um, I'm glad that that, that was a little bit stronger than the Lakers in that front
0: yeah no it's true like the, that would have been a if having him here and then having AD just on a one year deal that would have been you know not part two of this year but like or last year I should say but it, again you would just have the same you know everyone walking on you know An like shot well, yeah. and, and
2: like you said it's different with when you talk about Toronto going for quiet it's different when you're when you're giving the Celtics didn't have a Demar DeRozan right to give they up didn't have, right i mean they 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 had to give up their Siakam or their this is another whatever. reason why uh
0: the Gordon Hayward injury is everything to me cuz they did they had Gordon Hayward yeah well i do think i mean they had Gordon Hayward they uh, unfortunately they They bet on the wrong horse in Kyrie.
2: Yeah, but what what was the other what
0: what was the other horse that
2: they could have gone before? I guess. I mean, not Isaiah, but like they could have
0: Kawhi. They could have traded for AD last season if they if they they they, they, they used assets in the Kyrie deal that kept them from getting other guys. Okay. Don't on anti-Zizich guys, he might have a, a big. I think he's poised for a breakout year. Legend,
2: your boy.
1: Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's let's talk about uh, worst-case scenarios with the Celtics this season and how their roster is constructed. And how many teams do you think in the East, assuming you know health, everyone's healthy, whatever? Um, how many teams in the East do you think could reasonably finish ahead of the Celtics if you know for whatever reason they just don't, they just don't click? If the pieces just don't click, like, do you think? Let's see. We, you know, we have the the Sixers and the Bucks are. You know, they're going to be expected to finish ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Vegas odds have the Nets equal to the Celtics um, to come out of the East. Correct. I believe. Um, so the Nets are in there. You have the Pacers have made a lot of moves. We sh- we can maybe talk about the Pacers for a minute. Um, they get Brogdon, they lose Thad Young, they lose Bogdanovich, they add Jeremy Lamb, they, add, or they lose Darren Collison, because, Rich, do you want to explain what happened to Darren Collison, your boy?
2: Uh, yeah, no. I, all I know is that he's a Jehovah's Witness and he's going to dedicate his life to, to faith. I think that I, I respect that very much. Yeah.
1: Okay, so, and then...
2: And they're also going to get this guy, Victor Oladipo.
1: And Victor Oladipo will yeah, be back. Yeah.
2: I heard he's not going to
0: play, though. Really? I heard he, he might, might not the whole season. Yeah, I heard there's a possibility he might miss the whole season. Was reported that he would be back by f- potentially by January. But is, it, is he going to look like, I mean, I don't think he's going to look like Victor Oladipo next year. Yeah, it was a super back, serious uh,
1: injury. Um, I don't know. I guess I guess we'll see about that. Uh, they lost Wes Matthews, too, who is now in the Bucks. <laughs> So That's a net
2: positive. Uh, <laughs> see, so I mean, so the, the Pistons know they're all right. I mean, Miami, who knows? I mean, did you guys? I forget if I put this on the on the text thread, but the idea of Miami potentially taking on John Wall's contract in order to right. get, get Bradley, yeah. I feel like that or the Westbrook thing is going to happen with them. Like they got to do of, something, yeah, right? One of those two. Old Man yeah. Riley's got we got one more move up his sleeve. Then I don't know who else in the East is.
0: Like I mean, Orlando's running it back.
1: Orlando's um, basically the same. I mean, we'll see if you know Mo Bamba should be better. Um, Isaac will be better. I'm not. I don't, I don't know. think Aaron, they're they, going to be better than this. Like the, even Aaron Gordon so should be. And yeah, I'm not saying. Yeah, I agree. The um, deal that
2: still intrigues me is the Aaron Gordon for D'Angelo Russell.
1: It is. It's an interesting one. Um, so, so if
2: D'Angelo's on that squad, and I mean, Gordon would be awesome with Golden State too, but. That was scary, but still, uh, that, that that doesn't even qualify, I think, yet for what you're talking about.
1: I don't know why Orlando, Orlando. I mean, they, they have been getting a little bit of buzz as a Westbrook team, but I don't know, yeah, I don't know, um, that's kind of weird, though, because what's-his-face left OKC to go, the GM who was fired, I forget his name, I'm blanking on his name right now. Hennigan? Yeah, yeah, he's back with OKC now, I think, right. but... Um, I don't know, like, I don't know if they would send him there. That would be kind of a disrespectful move, but you got to do it the best for your organization if they make the best offer. But I think Orlando could be a little bit of a wild card if they get Russ... Um, you know, they have Fultz, who uh yeah, maybe we should not even be talking <laughs> about him. Um, I don't know like who else. I, I think Charlotte will be terrible. The Knicks will not be good. I, I'm yeah. looking
2: at the we didn't we didn't mention Brooklyn. I guess there's a chance that that I think Kyrie has the has a chip on his shoulder and just wants to say fuck you. You talk about
1: people, do you talk to people at Summer League today in the gym and, you know, the Nets come up in conversation and people are just, like, all over the map with the Nets. Like, some people think they, they're going to be a disaster this year, which I can totally see happening, some people think. Um, you know, not a lot of people are, like, super high on them, as, even when KD is back as being a team that, uh, you know, will walk to a finals appearance. Um, I don't know. They're, they're a really tricky team to kind of put your finger on right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I would be shocked if the Nets finish with a better record than the Celtics this year. I, I wouldn't be.
0: Sh- I wouldn't be shocked, but I would be. I the Celtics, if they stay healthy, should do it. Um, but I just I do worry about you know like the front court for the, Celt- the center defense, like yeah. Until you know, I'm very intrigued how they handle that, since there's a lot of different directions you can go in.
1: Play Marcus Smart at center. I mean,
0: <laughs> could have Grant Williams be your small ball five by the time things are said and done. But yeah, I'd say worst case scenario for the Celtics would be six. Six seed for me. Um, yeah, that s- seems very really So, Milwaukee, All Toronto, team, yeah. Philly, s- Indy, Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, and then maybe like Miami isn't ahead of one of those, you know, in place of one of those teams. That rookie looks pretty good. I like what I've seen
1: from him. Harrow? Harrow, Her- 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 oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's I think the
0: Celtics were high on him. I think they might have taken him at 14. Yeah, with, uh, if he lo- if he was there, right. he looks
1: like he'll be able to contribute um, right away. And you know, they're always a well-coached team. They are, they're bringing back a lot of guys that were hurt last year: Deion Waiters, James Johnson, and you know, I mean, I they they're an interesting team. They have a great coach. They
2: have a, they have a really good coach. Um, we want to create. Take, I know you you brought up Carl Anthony Towns last episode, um, but. I mean, first of all, is there any chance that the Wiggins for for Russ works out? Minnesota feels like a potential destination Ooh. for me with I, uh, with
0: Westbrook. I don't think Preston would or I don't think Minnesota would do it. Really?
1: Oh, I so I was I that's something I've been talking to a lot of people today when they ask, you know, where do you think Russ is going? I think that I don't think Russ is going to the Timberwolves, but I think that the Timberwolves should be the most aggressive franchise to get him because if I were them, I would be already petrified about Carl Anthony Towns wanting to leave. And you know, he just signed the extension. I understand that, but they're not going to make the playoffs this year. They're not going to make the playoffs next year. Not even make the. Play- they are probably one of the worst three or four teams in the league. They're like semi-rebuilding. Yeah, they have a really good roster, but the West is no joke. Like they're not going to make the playoffs. So, uh, I mean, if you look at the teams in the West that made the playoffs last year, the Lakers aren't one of them, and all those teams are still really good. Yeah, I mean, the Lakers
0: going for OKC, and everyone else is going to make the playoffs. I mean, I guess this. The Spurs could have a drop off, but they're the Spurs, so you don't expect right. that. Yeah, doubt the Spurs. They're getting Dejounte right. Murray, who um, yeah. is just S- like a Sacramento total. Stud.
1: Will probably
2: be better. Dallas will certainly be better. The Pelicans yeah. will certainly be better. the The Memphis protected pick is looking yeah, yeah, it's looking great. Right? Yeah, no, totally. Um, By the way, Memphis will be better than Minnesota too. I think even with all with all their mm,
0: shoes. No,
1: no, I, I don't know about that.
2: I, I, there's something about that that team that. That's
0: a regime. that's like, that's first of
1: all if that happens that's a humongous indictment on Carl Anthony Towns that's just fair enough um, and then we don't even need to be talking about it but um, there would be a lot of bad teams in the East though a lot of bad teams in the East um, but no I, I mean we'll finish your point about
2: cat what are you oh just just so I, I mean I, like you said so maybe that that's a situation where where you can. Get him maybe a little bit motivated. Again, you can make your team relevant. You're at least going to make a push for the playoffs with, with Russ and Cat. And, and but like you said, if you don't, and if Wiggins continues on this trend, certainly in Minnesota, I'm not, I haven't totally given up on Wiggins. There's that dude that, that tweeted us. He never responded. If you're listening, I, I, <laughs> his name was Jake something. I, but, but anyways, he, he tried to misquote me. I, I think earlier in the year I said I'd maybe be interested in, in bringing, the, I was open to the possibility of bringing Wiggins on. Um,
1: yeah, right. just responding to the trolls live on the. Air. I mean, Rich, come on, what are you doing here? Yeah, but... Jake,
2: me, me and, and, uh, <laughs> in Vegas. Um, no, so I think, but I think if you don't make that trade and you continue to to go into the gutter, that is is pretty much going to ensure that that cat is going to get more and more upset, and then you talk about okay, do you trade him Yeah, I think you can. Like, I
1: think the the con the 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 deal that. Would would make sense for, um, for uh, the Thunder is I, I don't know if Wiggins is involved in it to be honest because the whole point again of moving him is
2: to cut salary right and so but not just any salary that just, that's just wasted salary on Wiggins it seems where right no you? yeah no yeah but I,
1: I wouldn't want that contract because it's so long I mean the years are kind of where it's a, it's problem it's a it's troublesome so. Um, I mean, you could you could do like I think a uh, Jeff Teague plus uh, Covington plus who else is Gorgy Gorgy da- Jang I'm totally well, butchered some, his name. Somewhere in there with the right name. Yeah, um, maybe that would be make more sense. I don't know. Um, that cripples the wolves. budget, though. In what sense? Like you got three. Yeah, they're you got deep in the text. Million dollars no i know but like yeah and that's not really i I can't see them doing that but i just i don't know like they have a new gm really smart guy from houston's front office and you know they were very aggressive trying to get d'angelo russell they couldn't make that happen um uh that was they're gonna
0: trade for him in like february
1: yeah, and maybe that's their num- their their primary target, and he's friends with Carl Anthony Towns, and it's just clear to me that they're trying to make him happy, and they should because it's it's not going to be long before he's like, get me out of here. It's just he's been there for I think this will, what is this going to be his fourth year in the league, fifth year in the league, fourth year, like he's he's been through. Not great times so far in the NBA, and you know some of that is on him for sure. Not taking steps forward defensively, but he's he's like a supremely talented basketball player. Still, he's fifty forty ninety seven footer. Um, so yeah, I mean teams are gonna be really trying to get after him uh, and uh, and and be very interested in him going forward, and Minnesota should just be a little wary, and if they can get Westbrook, I don't know if it's, like, something that it, it would reek of desperation, but they should, you know,
2: they're borderline desperate already. That's just what the NBA is right now. It's a wild wild time. Yeah. And it's dangerous because, like you said, B-Rob, like, you could have gone, Celtics so could have gone the route of saying, all right, Kyrie, we're going to do everything to make you happy, and then you still might leave. Like, to, so to start now to be, like, with towns be like all right let's cater to everything let's let's build this entire team around you being here and wanting to be here and at the end of the day he might just not want to be there
0: and then they're like sure, i feel better about that because pen and paper babe yeah five years like yeah even anthony davis waits till the year and a half year and a half <laughs> left to make that trade to be in public so they do like he while they i have no question everything you said there's dead-on, Mike, in terms of wanting to make him happy and him being, you know, getting D'Angelo and stuff like that to kind of cater to it, they don't have to be desperate because they got him to sign that extension. Like, they can wait a year, like, things get serious in, like, two years, and obviously you want to be proactive about it, but Westbrook just seems like an all-in play on a, a losing hand. I mean, that's that's just life in a
1: market like that right now, honestly. It's just like, yeah. it's so depressing. And I, I think that it's the NBA's number one concern in the short term because, you know, when new labor negotiations come up, these small market owners are just not going to be feeling this at all. They're at a huge disadvantage. It's pretty obvious by the summer. I mean, geography is a huge factor. We're seeing it. With teams picking the teams in New York and, the, and Los Angeles, like everyone went to Los Angeles the past uh, 18 months, 16 months. so like I don't know, it's a, it's, just a,
0: it's a wild uh, wild time. Right? Yeah. And Minnesota has a lot of dumb contracts. They, they like, hell, no, killed them. Tips I killed, them. killed them. I was just looking at their, their top
2: paid players next year. Their, their three top are uh, dang. That contract is so bad. Wiggins, Dang, and Teague are the three just three albatrosses making something close to like fifty million dollars. Yeah. But real quick, what you said about the market teams, but that's why like the Sam Presti stuff. Why I'm not as uh, inspired by what he's done. I mean, I know that like it's probably like a a decent look, but like you get all these first round picks now. And let's say you hit a few stars. Like, are they just going to leave when they can? You know, by the time that they're ready to actually win a title. That is such a nihilistic view, <laughs> but, but but you just said. I mean, it's we got a track record, and that's just the way that way the league is going. No, it is. And I've it, been to OKC. I get it.
1: <laughs> I mean, well, it's like we're saying all this, and then like, what if uh, you know, what if Jokic spends his whole career in Denver? What if uh, what if Giannis is perfectly fine? in milwaukee for the rest of his life you know there's it's it's so funny like uh, uh, you take like um so many small examples and and you extrapolate them out and you say like this is the rule but it's not necessarily always like that and like this in the boston's never gonna get signed a free agent
2: right that that
1: one and then they sign horford and (laughs) gordon and get Kemba and yeah but um but yeah, I don't know. It's 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 pretty complicated and really interesting and unpredictable. Let's
0: let's wrap on this. What what is the Celtics' plan now? Hmm. Like at, in the wake of this Kawhi news, like we know what their plan is for the short term. The roster seems pretty set. I don't think we could have a trade before next year, but I'd be pretty surprised if it happens. You don't think they trade they trade for for another center? Maybe. Yeah, maybe we get you know. Um no, I think I think they honestly got all these guys in there because they're like, you can beat these guys. So that that was the play. So if they bring someone else in, I think, not that it matters, but they'd probably piss everyone off. But yeah, what's what's the long term play now? Like, what what are you, are you making a move? In season for someone? Are you waiting out? Tell me how good Jason Tatum looks. Yeah, I mean, I guess move. like, is, is it just like the how is the next step simply really being like, how do Tatum and Jalen look? And then I, figuring out what the plan is from there.
2: I was talking to, to to someone tonight at the game who whose opinion I think we all really respect um, about like what was missing from the Celtics. And uh, this person said that they still don't have a killer. They still don't have that that, that what Jason Tatum ideally needs might become be. needs to be. So I think that I think that like you said, that is the answer that we're all that everyone's waiting for. Because if if Tatum has that, I think he might. I don't know if he has it next year. Maybe Gordon has it next year. Who knows? But like they're all motivated. They're they all, should be. Why can't it be Kemba? So, the, so I, I I don't know. I don't know if if he's, he's played with trash, right? And I, maybe and maybe that. And he certainly showed it at UConn, right? Right. He had the, he had that like let me put you on, on on my back and yeah they were the national title scoring thirty five points in a forty minute game pretty crazy that, that, that that's that's a, that's that's a bit killer. I would say hashtag killer, but um, yeah. So, but so it, it means. So, what's 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 their what's their plan? I don't think that they necessarily. I think they're. Is there a plan? Well, certainly there are many plans. I think, but I think you still got to wait and see a little bit, like where. I don't know because I, personally, if if Tatum does not make a significant leap, well then nothing matters. Like well, who but cares? no, but it does but no, but then you have
0: to react to it. Then you maybe say, okay, now do we maybe trade him? Right. Like do you you need to you need to pick a direction, because you signing Kemba is a compete now direction, even though yeah it's more of, that could be more for, again franchise you know, look in terms of optics, just as well. But I do think it's like he's a good fit. He wanted to come here. Like we might be able to compete in these. So like what else are we gonna do? Next year's free agent class sucks. So unless we want to take a big nosedive, like, get him in here now. But it also, by signing him, you kind of have to be, like, you have all these assets that you have are going to it's use them or lose them time.
1: Honestly, like, what's really interesting to me is how everyone is talking about the 2020 free agency class and how it sucks. And it does suck. It's, like, I think Draymond Green's probably going to be the best player in that class. Like, Anthony Davis is technically... Going to be in that class, but it's you know we're not really. I, I wouldn't
2: put it past him.
1: No, I'm uh, yeah. exactly. But I think, as we saw with Paul George, like, what is a free agent right now? <laughs> what is anything? That's uh, it's is not calling me
2: nihilist, by the way. No, <laughs> oh, <well, like,
1: laughs> <laughs> but like what what is uh, what is a free agent in the sense that you know, if a guy really wants to play for whatever team, you know, there's a way to 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 get him there and so um from that standpoint if you are good and you're respectable like i think the celtics are trying to be then they can be a team that is attractive to a player who might be unhappy in a situation regardless of how many more years are on their contract um maybe someone you know loves kemba who's a very talented player in the league right now that uh we don't know uh, you know I I'm not saying that's, like, a a high probability, but it's possible. Um, It's just... The league is in just such a really strange place where the sands are constantly shifting and no one really knows what's happening a week from now, let alone five minutes from now. And... um, So, I mean, the long-term plan thing is, like... I don't know how any team really plans long-term anymore. It's just... It's, like... Be good and kind of see where the chips fall. It's and don't get any bad
2: contracts. Like leave you, leave yourself. Well, don't
1: screw yourself. Be smart and you know be have assets. I I think the Celtics have assets. I think they're smart. I mean, you look at what the Clippers did versus what the Lakers did. You look at what the Nets did versus what the Knicks did, and I don't know. It's 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 just uh it's it's really difficult to kind of. To look at the Celtics and and know what they're thinking exactly at this point, because there's so many different unsolved factors that just haven't played out yet.
0: Yeah, it's true, and I do. I mean, you got a big, your biggest assets are going to turn into less assets again with Jalen Brown's contract coming up and Tatum coming another year from now. So again, right. not like that's going to eliminate their value, but it's just going to be like. Jalen Brown at five million dollars is a lot different than Jalen Brown at twenty million dollars. <laughs> sure.
1: Or even Jalen Brown at that number, uh, or whatever, whatever number. Like, you know, what if the Timber? Uh, I keep bringing up the Timberwolves just because I think Cat is such an interesting, um, or um, a motivating factor. Who will? Sp- he's like kind of like a catalyst for that front office, and that they need to act. Like, what if? You know, I don't know how the money would work here, but um, you know. Moving Covington and Jarrett Culver for Jalen Brown on that money, like you know what I mean? Like that's the type of deal maybe that you would explore if you're the Celtics, and I think could be possible if Cat loves Jalen Brown.
0: You know, I don't, I don't know. I think you find out if Bradley Beal wants to play with Jason Tatum a lot, and then they're boys. That that that's yeah. a... that sounds like a. That, I imagine that's a yes, right? So I would think that that's the kind of play where it's like I could see happening in February if things are like looking good Jalen's value is up you're not going to want to pay him what he's probably going to get and you feel like you know it's probably going to I don't know if you use the Memphis pick on him but that's a situation if you get like a Tatum Beal Kemba um wait you don't use the Memphis pick on who? Beal Hmm. I mean, you're probably gonna have to. I would in a heartbeat, personally. You would, yeah. Yeah. And then, so the Memphis pick next year is what
2: top, what protected? Top six. Top six, and then the year afterwards is just unprotected. Unprotected. Yeah. So it's a weird way. It's like they're still in that situation where like they don't have to decide because they're able to go for it all and sort of have those rebuilding pieces, you know. Waiting for them the same way they did with Brooklyn, where like we can go for it and have the net suck and reap the benefits of that. Um, and I think Memphis is going to be decent, faster than people think, but I think they'll be bad for long enough for the Celtics to to get the best of that pick. But so they have that, you know, in the long term that they can sort of count on or trade as an asset. We they think should. they we can think count that, on yeah. it because but, you
1: look at look at Sacramento. Right. Exactly.
2: Everyone thought that the Sacramento Kings were going to suck
1: ass this right. year, and they did not. They were really good and really impressive, and that pick turned into Romeo Langford
2: instead of Zion Williamson. So Yeah. Well, the jury's still out on that debate. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think? Is that a good spot? Yeah. We'll see.
0: Think, we'll tease with the Romeo-Zion we'll, debate for next right, time. Right. We'll see that for next time. The Terry Rozier-Romeo <laughs> lottery pick debate. Um, Terry can take them both out to a nice dinner, though. That's right. for sure. All right. Well, that will put a bow on... Uh, the biggest edition of the Winning Plays podcast. Um, we'll be back later this week with maybe a summer league wrap-up focus. I know we did a lot of big picture stuff tonight, but there's a lot more summer league to be had, and honestly, a lot of guys that are worth talking about on this team. Um, and we can catch up on whatever major trade happens,
2: like as soon as we post. Exactly, this. and we'll figure out what uh, be, actually, where Russ I, goes. I don't know tonight. when the Russ
1: trade is going to happen, but it's there's probably going to be a Russ trade. We could break down every
0: Taco fall post move in the next next episode. That's there are only a couple. I want to break down every move. Sure, I just want to break down the dunk where he doesn't have to leave the ground. For
2: real quick, one, one one yeah, that is fantastic. One to ten is Taco on the roster next year uh two, two. okay i think that that's all you got that one you're you're gonna say negative five probably doesn't seem likely okay (laughs) cool two i think two says it all
0: but i I, i'd like to think it's like a four we got another week to find out you can keep pushing up the ladder all right thanks for listening guys